0: Today is Know Your Bible Sunday, and it's actually the 33rd Know Your Bible Sunday that we've had at Northside. Uh, We do this once a year. We take a Sunday morning to talk about the program, to update you on what the ministry is doing and plans to do. And we take one Sunday a year to ask you to commit to support Know Your Bible for another year. Uh, I'm sure, because of all the new members that we get around here and all that, that some of you are hearing about Know Your Bible for the first time. Uh, some of you probably have not watched Know Your Bible. You don't know what the ministry is about. Uh, we can't take time to update you on all that today, but I will tell you that in just a little while, uh, Sonny's scheduled a Wednesday night class uh, where we're going to show some of the Know Your Bibles. We haven't done that for a long time. And that's a good chance for some of you to watch it and see what it does and figure out what the program's about. I will give you a brief history as we begin to talk about New Year Bible Sunday. Uh, we debut, debuted in uh, 1986, and as Larry mentioned in his prayer, that was a leap of faith for a much, much smaller congregation. Uh, we had an opportunity, we had considered it for years, and finally got some TV time and asked the congregation to give enough to get us through the first year, and that small group of Christians over on North Jackson responded overwhelmingly, and you know, the Bible's continued ever since. Uh, through the years, as we got enough a little bit ahead, and overall through the years, we kind of operate right at the break-even point almost, but uh, we've received a few significant gifts over the years, and when we had a little surplus, we looked for a new market, and we've expanded into the Springfield Missouri market, and then the Rock Island Illinois and Iowa market, and recent, most recently the Sioux Falls South Dakota market. So the program's grown. Uh, we started with just part of Kansas, and now we have people watching us in 10 states, uh, in addition to that, the Internet's been invented since we started Know Your Bible, uh, and people find us on the Internet, uh, so we have students not just from Kansas or not just 10 states, but we've got students in all 50 states, and at last count, somewhere around 30 foreign countries people have found about Know Your Bible somehow and are studying uh, some of our courses. So the program's grown significantly. Uh, let me tell you about some changes that have happened over the year, or this year, past year. The first one is the sets, a little bit different, I don't know how many of you have watched within the last month, but in October the new look debuted. Uh, over the years we've changed sets a number of times. One time we just had a few chairs and a coffee table with kind of a scraggly little plant out on the coffee table, but uh, we've upgraded a little bit over the years. And every time KSN, where we film the program, uh, redoes their news set and moves us from a different studio, we'll kind of cobble up some of their things and make a new set. Uh, I'll point out on this set, the background and the screen in front of us, by the way, those are all flat screen TVs, and we can put anything up there we want, so... Uh, this is the graphics that we currently have. And we might try something else someday. Uh, sometimes when we go to record, uh, they have something else on the monitors. They've been doing something else with it. Uh, the last time we taped, they had some KSN news things, so Toby took the opportunity to interview for a part-time job. Uh, I think you can do pretty well at that. Don't think you will make a weatherman, but I think he'd be a pretty good news anchor. So, uh, so that's that's changeable is one of the things we've done. Uh, I was thinking about what you see on TV. I thought I'd show you what we see uh, while we're taping. Uh, while well, we were taking pictures the other day, this is what Toby and I see when we record. A couple of cameras out there. There's actually three cameras, and this is the monitor that. We watch to read the scriptures from and all that. Uh, you might notice down in the corner there's a 2755. That's our timer. Uh, that's where it starts. It's 27 minutes and 55 seconds and it goes down and when it gets to zero, we quit. I know that's amazing to you, but when the time's up, we quit. Now, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm not. But we can do it, and we, uh, we utilize that pretty well. Uh, another change that has happened is we've gone 100% high def. Uh, if you watch and if you have the right TV, I guess, you may have noticed an improvement in quality on some of it. Uh, we've also gone to completely digital transmission, which won't bother any of you at all, but uh, it's behind the scenes process change that makes life easier. Uh, we've always recorded onto a tape, and then we take that tape and mail it to a closed captioning company, and they work on it and put the closed captioning on. Then they duplicate that tape and send it to all our markets. So there's a lot of mailing and a lot of tape handling and a lot of postage. Uh, that's all gone away. Uh, now we record directly to a server. uh goes into a Dropbox. The closed captioning company picks it up, works on it, Uh, puts it back in a drop box, and then it goes to all the servers of all our markets. Uh, On Sunday morning, they just push the button, and the program's there, so we don't have to mail things and keep track of tapes. Uh, Makes it easier for us to put on our website and make available in the archives. So lots of benefits to that. Uh, That's just been done recently. Part of the delay in that was not all of our stations were... Uh, HD compatible, but they all are now, so we've gone to that. The biggest change probably this year is that we are now ready for uh, online courses. Uh, we've talked about this for a while. Uh, we've said that people have changed, not just the way they watch TV, uh, but the way they learn. Uh, not everybody wants a printed correspondence course to come in the mail and fill it out with a pencil and send it back. People don't learn that way anymore, some of them. Uh, So we've considered ways to do this, looked at a number of different ways uh, to offer online courses, and we've figured out that the the best, for a lot of reasons, is the the World Bible School system. Uh, The World Bible School has been around for a long time. It's a Church of Christ ministry has uh, been around for I don't know how many years, as long as I've been alive, almost, uh, and has spread the gospel around the world. Uh, they claim to have one and a half million students studying the Bible at any one time, and they also receive 18,000 requests for baptism every year. Uh, so, World Bible Schools, an established, well-done system, and they've recently turned their attention more to the U.S. than the world they used to. Uh, still doing a lot in the world, but the U.S. is a new focus for them, and online digital studies are a new focus for them. Uh, you can Anybody can go online and do an online study with them, but what we'll do is have a unique web address. We'll advertise it on our program uh, on our website, and anybody that responds to that, uh, we'll get them as students. Uh, so wherever we can spread that website, we'll get more and more students, and people can study with them online. Uh, we'll train some folks to be study helpers, and instead of going into the Know Your Bible room over there and picking up uh, a lesson that's cost 50 cents to mail and mail back, uh, you can pick up your phone and get your student and begin to study with them. Uh, so a major significant change uh, that will be in addition to what we currently do. Uh, so if you're a current grader, you work that system, you'll get to keep doing that for a long time. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will still want to do it that way, and World Bible School also has printed lessons that will make available eventually, but we're going to move into this slowly. I know your World Bible School says about a third of their students still want paper lessons, uh, but two-thirds do it online, so that's kind of the the ratio we'll get into eventually. Uh, And I say we're going to go into this slowly. It's a large project. Uh, This is a major uh, change, a major step in the way that Northside teaches the Bible, uh, one couple that showed interest in learning how to do this uh, at the ministry fair was Tara and Luke Nelson. And we've asked them if they would head this up and figure out how to do it, and they've been working at that for a few months. Uh, they've investigated World Bible School courses. They're taking the courses. Uh, they're learning how it works. They've both signed up as teachers, study helpers. So they're figuring it out. And we're going to have some more details uh, coming up because of the way we're taped ahead. We can't advertise the new website until January, so we've got a couple of months to get ready. Uh, that's when it will be first announced to people watching the program. Uh, I'm sure we'll have to have a World Bible School day of some sort in the next few months to uh, get some study helpers enrolled and trained and worked through all of it. So we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done right. Uh, And Tara and Luke are going to head that ministry up, and we appreciate that and uh, look forward to this ministry growing. Uh, I personally think that 32 years from now, we'll look back and say, uh, that was a big step. Uh, World Bible School changed a lot of things at Northside and for Know Your Bible. So uh one one benefit of World Bible School, let me just show you this quickly because uh, I think it's cool. Uh, we get requests for Bibles uh, students will say they want a Bible, and we've never really done well at that because kind of expensive and hard to mail and lots of reasons. Uh, but World Bible School has come out with a couple of bibles uh their e s v version uh, they've got study helps in the back. Uh, that go along with the lessons, and you can use them with the lessons or stand alone. And they're uh, amazingly inexpensive. Uh, I got some of them to, to look at, and I showed one gentleman the other night, the, the brown one on the left there, I said, What do you think this is worth? What do you think you'd get charged for this Bible? And he looked it over and thumbed through it, and he said, Probably $20. Uh, World Bible School makes them in, available for $5. Uh, And if you buy them in volume, you get them even cheaper than that. Uh, So we can buy Bibles in volume and help people study the Bible with these tools. Uh, The one on the right, the blue one, is also interesting uh, because we also get a lot of prison uh, students, and a lot of the prisoners ask for a Bible, and that's really hard to do. Uh, Prisons have lots of restrictions on what can come in and what can't. And a regular Bible can 't come in usually because there's a uh, seam down the back there where you could hide contraband or all sorts of things, uh, so world Bible schools come up with a paperback uh, Bible that you see there on the right, and it is prison compliant uh, it 's all sealed, and uh, uh, it can get into prisons, so it 's also a five dollar book so I, I just think it 's An extra cool benefit of World Bible School. Let me give you just a few facts about finances. Uh, The details are in your handout. If you're a numbers kind of person and want to know where all the money goes, it's in there. Uh, If you look at it and study it, you'll figure out that Know Your Bible's most efficient charity you can probably find. The vast, vast majority of the money goes to teaching the Word and sowing the seed. Uh, One significant thing, this was a record year for Northside giving. Uh, Northside always supports the ministry very solidly, but this year we hit a record number. Uh, Most of that, or a lot of the Delta, was due to one very generous uh, gift. So it's not an ongoing thing, but it was a record, and we also set a record in the individual contributions. Uh, those are people that are not Northside members and not members of a Church of Christ congregation, uh, particularly they just give individually, and uh, this year was a record there uh, due to one very significant gift from a viewer. Uh, one viewer gave us a very nice contribution, so uh, a very good year for Income in Know Your Bible, and uh, some of you are probably thinking, "Well, okay, that means I don't need to give much uh, if they got a lot of money this year." Uh, let me explain a principle that I never really talk about much in Know Your Bible, but I think it's important to understand. Uh, we have a principle that we we sow as much seed as we can afford. Uh, that's the way it's been for 32 years. Uh, we got enough to buy time on the KSN network back in 1986, and that's what we did. Uh, over the years, uh, we've received some gifts some years that push us up where we have a little surplus, uh, and at that time, we look for another market. and So that's where the other markets have come through over the years. So uh, we sow as much seed as we can afford. Uh, the, like I said, it's a very efficient uh, charity that you can give to, but it's limited by how much we get. So yes, we have a little surplus right now. Uh, if nobody gives today, we'll be done in six months or so. Uh, so we still need contributions, and the more we get, the more seed we can sow. Just to help you understand that principle. Uh, I thought I know many of you know about the Search TV program in Search for the Lord's Word uh, that comes out of Edmond, Oklahoma. Excellent program has been on longer than Know Your Bible actually. Uh, there was an article in Christian Chronicle recently about them, and uh, just to show you the scope difference, uh, they are on lots of places. Uh, they claim that over half the households in the United States can receive their broadcast, and they're on a lot of satellite networks, they're on in major markets like the Chicago WGN market. Uh, they are a lot more places than Know Your Bible. Uh, the reason for that is we both sow as much seed as we can afford. Uh, the difference is Know Your Bible spends about $5,000 a week, Search spends about $9,000 a day. Okay. Uh, It's a much larger uh, scope because they have a lot more money to spend. So the principle I'm telling you is, yeah, we have a little surplus right now, but surplus is good. It will enable us to uh, expand the market to do other things when we're ready to do that. So uh, finances are doing well, but need to continue to do well. Now, we're going to talk about demographics for Most of the time this morning, uh, all TV programs, all commercials, have a demographic that they're after. They want some market. Uh, Cartoon shows want kids. Uh, Older other shows want senior citizens. uh, All kinds of programs. Sports networks want sports fans. So all TV shows have a demographic that they're after. Uh, Ours is a little different. We don't know exactly what demographic, worldly demographic watches, uh, because there's really no good ratings or good studies done on Sunday mornings. Sunday morning's kind of an infomercial world. Uh, If you pay for time, you can be on TV. Uh, Nobody really studies that to see who's watching too much. Uh, We know we have good ratings. Springfield Market particularly has told us we're their top rated religious TV program. Uh, so we do well, but we don't know exactly who's watching. Uh, my point is that doesn't really matter because our demographics are a little different. Uh, our demographics are specified, uh, by Luke chapter 8 and Mark chapter 4 that was read for you just a little while ago. Jesus explained our demographics. He said, there's four kinds of soil out there. Uh, our job is to sow the seed and let it land, and depending on what kind of soil it falls on, uh, different things will happen. Now, we know that we have a, a solid uh, Church of Christ audience. Uh, we know because when we make visits to other places or talk to other Christians, uh, we get stories about we watch that every week. Uh, we record it because we're at church, and when we get home, we watch it, or we watch it one night during the week. Uh, we know there are churches that use it as a Bible class. Uh, some use it for their worship service at Sunday evening or something. Uh, there's lots of folks in the Churches of Christ that appreciate the program and watch it, so we know that's part of our demographic. Uh, I met one family when I was up in Sioux Falls, uh, that said they watch it when they can't get out in the winter to get to their congregation, which is a long ways away, and said they watch it as a combined family. And after the program, they asked the kids what they learned uh, and asked them to answer some questions about it. And so I looked over at one of the kids. And I said, is that true? They really ask you to remember what you watch? And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so that was the tradition in that family. Uh, They watched Know Your Bible and learned from it. So we got a lot of fans like that. Uh, I want to take just a second tell you one story about one of our fans. Uh, Most of you know him, if you've uh, been here for any time at all, uh, because he was on the program for 27 years, uh, Brother Bill Oakley. Uh, who was on the program for 27 years and preached here and uh, encouraged and served the kingdom all his life. Uh, Recently, uh, health problems have kept him from being with us. Uh, I miss looking back there and seeing him where he's supposed to be. Uh, But he hadn't been with us for a little while, but I heard a good story about him the other day. Uh, His son-in-law, David, uh, told me that uh, he came home from work one Sunday morning and went in the house, and he could hear Bill watching Know Your Bible. And he said Toby was answering some question, and uh, about halfway through the question he heard, and you know how people yell at sports programs? yeah you know, they try to straighten out the umpires and stuff like that. Uh, he said he heard Bill in there say, Give him Romans 6. Give him Romans 6. And he said he started paying attention and Toby kept answering for a while and pretty soon Toby said, And then we can turn to Romans six and Bill said, Yes, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> we we've got one fan that's paying attention, uh seeing how we're doing on that. And uh we wish Brother Bill well. We wish he was back with us. Uh so we got lots of fans. And we got some fans that like the program but don't really listen to it, you might say. Uh, that's one of the demographics that Jesus talked about. Uh, we run into people that tell us, uh, they watch us, they like it, all that, and I'll ask them, what, well, what church do you attend? And many of them will say this one or that one or the other one, and then go back to telling me how much they love Know Your Bible. Uh, their church doesn't teach Romans 6, about being baptized into his death perhaps, but they still appreciate it. They, they, they just That doesn't bother them. They just don't listen to it somehow. And I think that's one of the, the demographics that Jesus mentioned. But there are many, many people who do uh, listen seriously to the word when it's taught. Uh, that's the good soil that Jesus was talking about, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, I was in Pratt a few weeks ago doing a Sunday with them and sat down with a couple at the potluck, and they began to tell me how they came to be there. Uh, They said they lived in Great Bend, Kansas, originally, and were members of a denomination. Uh, They said they watched Know Your Bible. They signed up for the BCCs. Uh, Martha Risley was their grader. Uh, And as they were going through their correspondence course, The gentleman told me, he said, one Sunday I was sitting in church listening to the pastor, and I thought, you know, he's not teaching what I'm learning in the correspondence course. And they talked about it more, and finally they went to visit the Church of Christ in Great Bend. Uh, Chuck Marshall was the preacher there then. He studied with them, and they became members of the Church of Christ in Great Bend, very active members uh move took them to Pratt, and they immediately became involved uh, in the Pratt Church of Christ and are very active members there. Uh, that's a demographic that listens to the Word, uh, the good soil. Uh, we've got viewers out there that have that Berean spirit, is what the Bible calls it. The people in Berea were more noble than others because when Paul preached to them, they searched the scriptures, to see if what he said was true. And we've got viewers like that. Uh, some of you that watch the program know we do a trivia question every week. Uh, we start off with something just to ask the viewers to see if they know something about the Bible. I think today's question is, what city was Jesus born in? Uh, so they're not really hard, but they're kind of trivial. And I've always kind of thought of them as trivial. You know, just something to kind of throw out there. And maybe interest some people, but I've had people stop me and tell me, "I love those questions that you give us." I, said, I almost always get them right, uh, and so they're paying attention to that. But I got a note the other day, an email, uh, from a lady that said, uh, she, "We get these questions, and she keeps a journal of them, and tries to find the answer in the Bible." And most of the time she can, but she said she wanted, when we give the answer at the end of the program, she said, would you please give the book and chapter and verse uh, so I can find it myself if I can't find it. Uh, she's that interested in, in keeping up with the trivia questions. Um, so we've got that kind of folks out there. Have that Berean spirit. They want to know what the Bible has to say. Uh, lady named Judy and her husband in Mount Vernon, Missouri. Watch Know Your Bible, signed up for the correspondence course. Uh, The Watermill Church in Springfield handles our courses over there. They're our partners. And one course came back and said, we'd like to study more about salvation. Uh, Bill McFarland's the minister there. He called the minister in Mount Vernon, David Gregerson, told him about the couple. David went and visited them. Invited them to church, studied with them, baptized, Judy and her husband. Uh, there's soil like that out there. Uh, one family wrote me a letter a while back, told me that they were baptized in the Church of Christ, attended the Church of Christ for 11 years, uh, then had to move away from the town they lived in and moved quite a ways from it, but they kept driving back every Sunday to go to church for a while. And then they got tired of it. Uh, The drive was just a little much. Uh, So they stopped, and they didn't have a Church of Christ in their new town, so they went to a denominational church. And they said they went, but they also kept taping Know Your Bible. Uh, They kept watching Know Your Bible. And the ladies' one that wrote the letter, and she said, the church we were going to was nice, but it was kind of like a social club. So they didn't really study the Bible much. And we'd watch Know Your Bible and remember how much we learned at the Church of Christ. And she said, then we signed up for the correspondence course, and that reinforced how much we enjoyed studying the Bible. She said, so recently we made the decision to start driving back uh, to the town where the Church of Christ is, and that her daughter and uh, son-in-law had also gone back to the Church of Christ. Uh, So there's people like that out there that Know Your Bible makes a difference for. Uh, it teaches the Word, and they want the Word. They want to know what Jesus has to say about things. Uh, in Luke chapter 8 and Mark chapter 4, uh, Jesus said, these are the four demographics that you'll run into when you sow the seed. He said, some of it will fall on a path, and doesn't do any good. The birds eat it up, or people walk on it, it just bounces off. Well, we've got folks like that. People that listen to the Word, hear Romans 6 a number of times every year, but it doesn't bother them. It just kind of bounces off. Jesus said that would happen. He said some of it will fall on rocky ground. Uh, People will get interested, they'll kind of take into it, but uh, there's no way that any roots can grow. And it'll just die out. He said some of it will fall on thorny ground. And it will take root and it will grow for a while, but the thorns will choke it out. The things of the world will choke it out. Uh, there's people out there that, you know, started in the Church of Christ, took good root for 11 years, and then a long drive kind of choked it out. But no, your Bible just kept sowing that seed and finally kind of overcame the thorns, I guess, if you take the parable on to its ultimate conclusion. Uh, no, your Bible just kept sowing. But Jesus said then the fourth kind, and that's the one we're most interested in. Jesus said there's good soil out there. There is good soil, and when the seed falls there, it takes root and it grows. And it produces 30, 60, 100 times what it started with. 30, 60, 100 times. I think that, well, I know it's true because Jesus said it was true. Uh, But sometimes we might ask, well, how could that be? You know, 100 times one person. I think he's talking about generations, you know, and we see that happening in Know Your Bible. A little over a year ago, Cynthia Schroeder came to Northside. Uh, she came because she had watched Know Your Bible in Knob, Missouri, where she lived. She had learned she needed to be baptized. She went to the Knob Church of Christ and was baptized, and then she moved to Wichita and began worshiping on Northside. Well, shortly after she came here, uh, she shared Jesus with her granddaughter, and now her granddaughter, Kelsey, worships here. All right, that's not 30, 60, 100 yet, but it can be. Okay, The generations have started now. Okay, uh, I look over here and see Richard and Michelle Pettigrew. A little over a year ago, Richard watched Know Your Bible. Came here, studied with Toby, and was baptized. Uh, since then, his wife, Michelle, and their son have been baptized. Now, the generations have started 30, 60, 100, we don't know. Uh, We'll be long gone, but uh, it could continue for generations and generations. Uh, The reason I I, I thought of that and know that's true is I was thinking back to the first years of Know Your Bible. Uh, Al Chavez is a name that probably most of you have forgotten or didn't ever know. might have been the first year of Know Your Bible. Al Chavez lived in Salina. Uh, He watched Know Your Bible, he studied with Jimmy Keyes, he was baptized, and he had cancer. And every time he came to Wichita for treatment, he'd visit Northside. I still remember him sitting back on the back row of the old building. Uh, One Sunday I asked him who this fellow was with him, and he said it was the chaplain from St. Francis. He had drugged the chaplain to church with him. Uh, Al was something. And uh, Al was a force in the kingdom uh, for the few months that he had left. Uh, But his wife, Rayanne, who we met also, and their little kids. Rayanne's still a friend of Cindy's on Facebook. And so we still see reports about Owls' kids and grandkids in the church. Uh, Thirty, sixty, a hundredfold. That's the way it works when it falls on good soil. And there's good soil. Uh, in Sioux Falls, there's good soil in Mount Vernon, Missouri. There's good soil in Great Bend, good soil in Wichita. There's good soil a lot of places. Our job is to sow it. One other thing I'll say about Know Your Bible is that it is guaranteed. Not many TV programs are guaranteed to work, uh, but Know Your Bible is. Isaiah fifty five eleven, which is a verse we always mention uh, on Know Your Bible Sunday, because God says, My word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me void, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Now we think we're doing Know Your Bible, but all we're doing is sowing the word. Now where it falls. And who hears it? God's in control of that. Uh, He has purposes for it. Uh, He knows about people in Mount Vernon. Uh, He knows that kind of thing, and he gets the word to them through our efforts with Know Your Bible. Uh, Our job is to sow the word only way to do that is with your help. So let's close by talking about you sharing Jesus. Uh, that's the World Bible School slogan, and I kind of like it, you sharing Jesus. That's what Know Your Bible is, uh, because you can help in lots of ways. And first one is to pray. Uh, everybody can do that. Uh, pray for the program. Pray for the finances. Pray for the soil that's out there. Uh, pray for the right person to turn on TV at the right time. Uh, pray and support the program that way. Second thing you can do is teach. Uh, You can share Jesus that way. And I'm not saying everybody has to be a go to the house and study with somebody kind of teacher, uh, but we got some of those. But you can teach your friends, family, co-workers, just recommend know your Bible. It does the teaching. Uh, When you hear somebody say, I wonder what that means, or I wonder if about this in the Bible, or I don't believe that. Say, well, call this program. Uh, Get on the Internet and find this program. They'll answer your question for you. You can teach that way, just recommending people. Uh, We've got people that answer the phones every week, and they're teaching. They're the first contact with people. They do an amazing job. Uh, some people just want the course or just want to ask a question, but a lot of people have other problems and want to talk about them. Uh, they run into all kinds of things answering the phones. Uh, they're the first step in teaching. Uh, we've got, I think, over 50 correspondence course graders. They're all teachers. Uh, they are the face of people that uh, see you from the church here. Uh, we've got a lot of people that come visit Northside that are New Your Bible students, and almost without fail, they want to find their greater. They want to know who their greater is and where they are. Uh, that was one of the first things that that couple in Pratt asked me about. How's Martha Risley doing? Uh, they've made that connection with their greater. Uh, there's people that do follow-ups. We've had a number of people deliver certificates and study with people. Uh, Brother Hugh Campbell's only been here a couple of months, but that's one of the first things he did was come to me and say, Well you get some follow-up to do, I want to do it. Uh, I want to go study with people. So there's lots of ways to teach. And that has kind of been limited with our current system. I think it's going to explode with the online system. Uh, I think once we get into that and figure out how to do it and get people involved, I think there's going to be vast opportunities uh, for people to teach the Word of God in a different way than we've had available before. The last thing, of course, is giving. Uh, sowing the seed costs money. Uh, there's a commitment form that you've received. Uh, Please fill that out if you want to commit to help support this program. Uh, many of you are regular givers, dependable. We, we know it's coming, and we appreciate that more than we ever say. Uh, I'd like to appeal to first-timers today, uh, some of you that have never given to know your Bible. Think about it. Consider it. Uh, make it part of your outreach giving Uh, We talk about giving around here, that yes, we give to Northside and support the work here, but then we uh, sow above that and find other things that we can add. And we've got lots of opportunities at Northside, I know. Uh, Know Your Bible is not the only one, but if you've never given to Know Your Bible, I'd ask you to consider it. Uh, Sit down and talk to the kids about it. Kids understand TV. Uh, make a weekly commitment, no matter how small, and talk about it with the kids. So first-timers, good opportunity for you. And also on the commitment form, there's a mention to some of you that are retired and take a a distribution from your IRAs. You can save tax money. You can save all the tax money uh, if you give part or all of that to Know Your Bible or other religious works. So consider that. All right, that's what I wanted to tell you about Know Your Bible. Now let me Just mention that we've come a long way. Uh, know you're by this little, when we started. Uh, when we started, we'd sit down and wait for the phones to ring, and we put a map on the office wall, and every time we got a phone call from a new Kansas town, we got excited. We got to put another pin in the map. Okay? Uh, That was our little area that we were excited about. And we put, more and more pins in there, and we learned names of more and more Kansas towns that we'd never heard of uh, when we had to find them to put a pen in. Uh, that's where we started 32 years ago. Uh, today, Know Your Bible is a global outreach. Uh, with the Internet and with all the other tools that we have, uh, Know Your Bible goes a lot of places. Uh, people can get on the Internet and watch and study. Uh, the Bible with Know Your Bible. With World Bible School, That's going to be more and more of an opportunity. Uh, There's good soil out there. There There's lots of good soil around the world. Our job is to sow the seed. Uh, We need your help to sow that seed. I need your help to give them Romans 6, I guess you'd say. So uh, please consider helping this year. If you're here this morning and have not been baptized into his death, as Romans 6 mentions. Uh, we'd love to explain that to you. If you don't understand it, we'd love to help you put Christ on in baptism. If you need to do that this morning, if you have any public need, we invite you to come. Let's stand and sing.